What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Five Cents Podcast. Today, I'm going to be your host, and if you know, for those who don't know who this is, it's Nico. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and start off by introducing everybody else on the cast. So, uh, Zay, we got Zay up there in the top left corner. Yeah, what up, got, everybody? Mm-hmm. We got Jackson in the bottom left. Is it hanging? We got my boy Josh. What's good? What's good? And we got my boy Nate. Yes, sir. What's up, y'all? So, we know it's been a little minute since we've provided you all with some very juicy podcast, you know, content. But, uh, you know, it's the summer. You know, people get busy. It's been what? I believe what? This three going on three weeks, right? We've all just been, it's like, just constant. Three or four. It's just been life, man. Life's been going crazy, bro. Hey, man, life is amazing. It is what it should be. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know how y'all know how it goes. Hey, but... this game, I feel like a rookie. But let me let me start. Let me see. Let me show. <laughs> Who are you, bro? <laughs> but now nah, y'all know how it goes. But look, we're back, and so uh, today it's it's probably gonna be a lighter episode. But uh, the first question I want to ask the guys is: so lately, I feel like I've just been noticing like a lot of new like inspiration and just thinking about things that really impacted my life lately and uh so what i'm going to ask you guys is knowing what you all know now what would you tell your younger self and i know we have like a lot of growing to do still but i feel like 22 21 years of life is a lot you know to learn so what would you guys tell your older selves i mean however i mean i don't know like middle school like, All right. All right. you know, like the, grade. the important years, like middle school, yeah. high school type shit, you know? Yeah, I got you. I got you. I'll start off. It's going to be a little bit more goofy, but uh, I would have forced myself to make my parents buy me better shoes and better clothes. <laughs> they, were just, they were doing me wrong. <laughs> you can't start off like that. Bro. No. No, I thought, no. bro, that's not even no. advice. That's not even advice. That's just a wish. You're just, mad. You're just mad that you came to school looking <laughs> musty. That's Josh all you mad that you were musty in middle what? school, bro. That's the only problem that arose from there. What? You said, what Josh, would you tell yourself, Josh, like, well, you I already you make your parents buy you better shoes and clothes, bro. <laughs> you better you tell your parents, bro. I was sending the playlist like it was the Jordan store, bro. It was Hey, you found some nice vans in there. He said, I'll be the pop so Hey, bro. Ain't nothing wrong with some Reeboks, man. No, 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 no. That was that was just for jokes, get everybody's attention. But in um all seriousness, um I'd say probably be um more true to myself. I think in middle school, I was trying to do too much to like be cool with everyone, if that makes sense. Instead of just being me, and that that gets you like spread out a lot, and like that kind of like trait can like you know carry on in life. So I would have just told myself to be me. I know middle school, super nerdy, still super into sports. Um, just to, like focus like on who I am and like the people that I want to attract will like come around. I mean, as you can see, that's happened in college. It's been great. I'm thankful for my friends that I made here, friends that I made in high school. So. Just tell myself to be true to myself because, like, we always get blinded by, like, 
the outside world and like all the things that they tell us to be. But um honestly, do you. Um, but um unless you're weird. Don't 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 do that. <laughs> don't do that's weird to an extent. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's okay to be weird, but like not nah, some but of see, you that's out the here question, no names. If you're weird in high school or like middle school and high school, are you really weird though? Because I know a lot of people who are weird in middle school and high school end up being like top cream of the crop whenever they get out because everyone actually uh, yeah yeah you know but I, mean? I guess weird is also decided by society standards which mm-hmm. is weird but like i do think that there's just like a weird that we all just sit back and agree and we're like no <laughs> if you yeah, fall into that yeah. category check yourself we, all know the <laughs> we know the limits but now that's all i got introduce yourself <laughs> <laughs> you don't be weird do it on your own time <laughs> Not in school, please. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'll, I'll I'll jump in next right after that. Um, if I was talking to my younger self, well, my younger self had a like honestly, it's not too different than right now. My hair's too long, but a stri- I mean a straight bowl cut right across the brow, all the way down through the back, and I was the well actually kid to everyone it did not matter who you were i did it did if you had a position of authority and you made a grammatical slip around me i was on your case instantly and so i believe it or not people thought i was a narc for a little while um and i guess the advice that i would give myself is like chill out take life a little less seriously because i was very much caught up in the notion that perfection is like a daily drive that you need to hold others to rather than something to pursue for yourself. So I was mm. more obsessed on how people saw me and how I influenced other people than on the impact I had on my own life. So I would probably just go back and be like, hey, bro, tone that down a little bit because no one likes you right now. Like, let's, let's chill out for a minute. Wow, that's some solid facts right there. That's real. Mm-hmm. It's real. Very real. Um, well, yeah, I guess I'll hop in next. I bet. All right, unless you want to go, I'll sit back in my go chair. Ahead, bro. I was cooling. Dude, I was okay. All right, look. <laughs> yeah, I was cooling. Um, if I had to tell myself one thing, it would be to never disregard the red flags. And that goes for a lot of things because I, throughout that stage, middle school, high school, I knew, like, a lot of things happened and a lot of bad things happened, but it could have been prevented because before the before it went sour, I would always see the red flags up until that point. So, like, I would notice something was off. I'd be like, hmm, maybe I really shouldn't be doing that. You know, what if this happens? I don't think I should be here. And I, and I would never go with my gut. I would never go with my gut, and I would always go with... <laughs> what I could see, um, you know, I wouldn't trust myself. I would just, okay, maybe I'm tripping. Let me just, you know, do it anyway. And then I'd end up in a very bad predicament. But I, you know, beforehand, I knew that it was a bad idea. So I would just tell myself to, um, you know, it's not always about, like, what you see. Sometimes, and, you know, this isn't for everything, but sometimes, what you feel is the right way and it might suck but like some things aren't good for you and later down the line you know the decisions you made whether it was you know skipping or 
whatever I was doing, you know, just leaving school, not coming home or whatever, you know, it was just like maybe I knew I shouldn't have been doing it and I got into a lot of stuff that I shouldn't have. And I knew that I was going to get into it if I kept doing it, but I kept ignoring it because I didn't see it happening. So I thought it wouldn't. So, I mean, I guess I tell myself really to just like, you know, quit being so stubborn and uh, don't ignore, you know, your gut feelings and the red flags that you see and acknowledge them and process it and then make your decision. You know, don't just overlook it because it seems like it'll be a little bit of trouble at the moment, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Live by the gut, die by the gut, you know. Oh hell. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he said that he was um he actually did this. You're not in poetry, my guy. <laughs> die by the gut. How do you die by that the gut? Sounds gun? like a very direct threat. Bro, that sounds <laughs> like he got like one of them um samples from the sky and squishy you, bro. Kid boo just Nah, I was thinking one of them um samurai short swords that you know they commit like the little oh, things. No. Yeah. Seppuku. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. I have not lived up to my final potential and then ugh. You always do that voice, bro, when you talk in some anime character. <laughs> so you, you corny your voice up like thirty <laughs> percent. That's how they be sounding though. I can, you go, I, I can go next. I mean next, unless Nate, you wanna go. I mean, it's up to you, but I got mine if I'm ready, if you're ready, if you're not ready yet. You got it, man. I bet. So, just a little background, as I'm sure the guys in the call know, I came from a a very strict household to where you were kind of stressed about everything going on all the time. Like, my mom's was a sub, so even if I did some bullshit in class, like, she wouldn't know immediately and stuff like that. And kind of as I got older, I kind of had to change the way I, like, you know, portrayed myself in my life because I was always scared of how... You know, people around me were going to see me, whether it was, you know, females or, you know, my parents or, like, the teachers and stuff like that. So, kind of to summarize what everybody said, the best advice I probably could give myself as a child in, like, middle school and high school which is to not give a fuck, to be honest with you. Because, like, the quicker that you realize that the stuff that you're going through right now is temporary and that it's not really going to matter as much once you get to, you know, your 20s and get past that kind of middle school, high school phase, the quicker you'll be able to enjoy your life and actually, you know meet those people and take those actions that will actually help you grow rather than having to wait till you know, you get out of those situations to actually be able to figure out who you really are. So, you know, for me, the best advice I probably give myself that I kind of try to live by now is just to like not really care about kind of the perspective that other people have on me, but to rather just, if I have something and I see it and I want to do it, I pursue it and just do it to the best of my ability and not really care about what, you know, my parents are going to think. But if my friends are going to think, you know, whoever I'm trying to press is going to think. Because worst comes to worst, at the end of the day, the people who are going to fuck with you are going to fuck with you. The people who don't, they're not worth your time. You know what I'm saying? And that'll make you a lot better in the long run because you'll get the right type of people around you. you end up having those same experiences that you think you missed out on when you're in, you know, that middle school, high school age. And then you'll end up being able to grow even more when you're in college and even, like, in that 20s age because you actually had those experiences. So that's probably the best advice I can give to myself. As a as a young Nate growing up in the world, you know what I'm saying? Young King. Young King. <laughs> Larva Nate, bro. Man. <laughs> Man, that's 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 actually pretty dope, bro. Like mine kinda aligns with that one. And it's just for me, if I'm to go go back and tell myself something, it would be don't hold yourself back. 
And pretty much, so, like, I've always been one to, like, you know, shy away from conflict or, like, if something makes me feel a type of way, you know, I'll just keep feeling a type of way to prevent, you know what I'm saying, an issue. Or, like, if some if, if someone else is happy but I'm not, you know, I'll make sure they're staying happy type shit. But really, it's, like, puts it puts me in a lot of situations where, like, you know, I'm generally not happy, you know, and I'm, like, complaining and stuff. But really, it's my fault, you know, because I didn't speak up. And then not only with, like, you know, just the emotional aspect, but just life in general, you know, there's, like, so many things where I'll tell myself, like, nah, I'm not that good. You know, I can't do it. Or, you know, like, just doubting myself in a lot of areas where I probably will be successful, you know. And I kind of, like, I've kind of been taking this lesson, like, to heart recently, and things have been going very well. But, you know, just telling my younger self that, you know, just getting that head start on it, I feel like would be pretty a1 so yeah that's that's what i got amen that's that like acknowledgement and realization that like when you're uncomfortable that sometimes you put yourself in those situations and it's just you know it's part of the deal you got to learn not to do that or try not to that is a huge realization i feel like a lot of people skip over that one and blame the situation rather than blame how they got there Mm -hmm. Um, and just just even acknowledging the fact like yeah, this one's on me. Yeah, I can't really can't really say too much. I should have spoken up. That is that is like that alone. I think is a perspective that many people just don't consider very often. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just that's just the way that people should look at it more often. Because it's like it, I feel like it would just prevent a lot of issues in the long run. You know, just being true to yourself type shit. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, because I I see that problem a lot because for some reason people like to tell me stuff. So, like, I'll be listening to what they're saying, and then I'll just be thinking to myself, but wait, if you would have just, you know, said no in the first place, you wouldn't even have to be doing any of this. Mm-hmm. But then most, what most people will default to is, you know, I didn't want to hurt their feelings. I didn't want to be mean. But then it's like, what, what about, about the inconvenience it's causing to you? What about how it makes you feel? Because now it's it's okay to help people and it's good to help people when you can and when you're able to and if it's in your heart. But if you're forcing yourself to help somebody, that's not good for either of you because you're not going to like doing it because you didn't even want to do it for this person. And people are more receptive than you think. So they probably know that like, you don't even want to be doing this for them and it could cause tension or friction or whatever. And it's like, well, if you can, then you can, if you can't, then you can't. And it's not just for favors. Um, it's just like in general, like, um, if you need to make a decision and someone's trying to like, um, you know, insert their opinion on it and try to sway you, even though you know that maybe it'll separate you from this person or distance you or whatever it's like, well, at the end of the day, you know, when you get that letter in the mail, you know what I'm saying? And the bill's got your name on it. Are they paying it or are you, you know? So if you need to do whatever it is that you have to do, sorry if it makes someone else feel uncomfortable, but you know, I'll do my best to not inconvenience you further, but I'm still going to do it. You know, like, 
So it's always a good self-realization to like notice, like you were saying, when you can pinpoint, dang, I put myself in this situation. Because what a lot of people don't realize is they'll blame it on luck. They'll blame it on everything. But they forget to realize that the common denominator in all of those situations that they're going through is them. Yeah, you're having problems, but, you know, it's you. So you got to fix yourself. Yeah. And, you know, fix yourself and fix the problem. That way the problem won't happen to you again because you fixed yourself. Yeah, I think it's also important to like that people realize, you know, if you're if you have a series of bad situations, you know, a lot of it, it, let's say it wasn't you, let's say it was just awful luck because that does happen. The just like you said, Zay, the common denominator still is you have to find a way out, you have to do something. There is no like passive inaction that you can take that will result in changing this, at least un unless someone does it on your behalf. So if it is your fault great fix it if it's not your fault also great fix it and i feel like that's a big roadblock as well finding like the the motivation to fix a problem you didn't necessarily cause like yeah it sucks it's not on you like you didn't bring this on yourself but it's still a problem you still have to find a way to solve this and it's not going to be any different whether or not it was your fault so rather than like yeah, you know, it's the compressive feeling that just happens. It's it's part of it. But when you feel that, like, weight of the world on your shoulders, it doesn't get lighter unless you find a way to take some of it off. You know, you got to find a way to push forward. You have to find a way to wake up and see the sun tomorrow morning and be like, all right, here we go. Back at it again. And even if you chip out, chip away at it for months or, you know, weeks or years or however long your time frame is, I feel like that is like what you said. It's just the realization you have to make. Like, yeah, I did this or I didn't do this, and that's just the way life works. And here we go. Time to fix it. Yeah. And everything is not your fault. Yeah. So, I, no, I, I was just going to, no, no, you're good. I was just going to add, and I think that's one of the things that happens in our society today. I feel like we've been pushed that if it's your problem, they handle it. If it's somebody else's problem, and that's just them mm -hmm. and like we've created this stigma that anything that doesn't like i guess like in like the front part have our name on it dismiss it and like it could be as simple i guess as like let's say washing dishes for example okay i ate put my plate in the sink washed it and i left every single other plate inside the sink bro my mom would slap the goofy out of me like like you just don't you just don't do that like, if you have the ability to take care of something, just go ahead and take care of it. Because even if it doesn't impact you directly now, you never know when it can impact you. And you're going to be saying, man, I wish. I wish I did this when I was supposed to do it instead of now I'm stuck in a situation I don't want to be stuck in. So always keep that in mind that, like, if you can handle something, handle it. Handle it now, even don't procrastinate because we all we all love to procrastinate handle it now i cannot count how many times that i would just sit here and choose not to do something and i would just be suffering whether it's no sleep whether it's sacrificing something i don't want to sacrifice because i chose to just push it off just do it now handle it now even if it's not your fault even if it's not your problem handle it now and you will even feel better because that's like jackson said that weight off your shoulders you know it's done the job is finished you're good 
So now yeah. we definitely need to work on moving towards this just as like people and like kind of like get out of this like mindset that man, I just got to focus on myself and that's it. Like definitely focus on yourself, get right, you do you, but remember that it's not just you. Mm-hmm. It's also everyone else. Yeah. yeah, focus on yourself does not mean that you are the only person in the world. Okay, there's a difference, and I know that he's saying focus on yourself, but it doesn't mean be completely selfish, all right? So look, (laughs) look, focus on yourself. In my eyes, I believe that that means you take the time to sit down and do what everybody hates to do. You sit down in front of the mirror, and you got to have that conversation with yourself, all right? Now, I'm not going to go into any more details, but everybody at one point in their life or multiple points in their life have to have that conversation with themselves. And you know what that, you know what that conversation is like. It hurts and it's not pretty, but you have to acknowledge it. And that includes issues, flaws, toxicity, things that need to be done, things that need to be cut out, things that need to be added, et cetera, et cetera, whatever is healthy for you. But what that doesn't mean is that like, Like he was saying, let's go back to the dishes. What that doesn't mean is that you get your food and you eat because you're working on yourself and you ate, so you put your dish in the sink and only wash your dish. That's not what that means. It means that, like, yeah, sure, if you want to be technical, the other dishes aren't yours, but you're you're putting all of your dishes in the same sink. And it's like... It could be random. Either you would have to wash all the dishes or somebody else would. All right. Now, it's like people will look at the dishes and be like, man, those aren't my dishes. And they'll leave it. And then later on down the line, they're mad because they got pests in their house because they got mold and old food in their sink. And everybody has that same mentality of, oh, well, they're not my dishes. So, you know, now you just got a stinky pile of dishes. You know, sometimes you got to take one for the team, even if you don't want to, whether you know them or not. Sometimes Sometimes it would be better if you would just suck it up, just get it done, and keep it pushing. Because the negativity that'll come from the bad that's about to happen of this festering issue that you're leaving is not worth it. You know, just clean it while it's a small stain before you got to deal with black mold type shit. Agreed. Big facts. Get it it done. Regardless of how many people contributed to that stain, if the stain is somewhere you can see it and it's in your area, get it. it. All right. And that stain could be issues. It could be problems. It could be, you know, needed confrontations and not talking about physical ones. But, you know, when like someone did something, it made you feel some type of way and you want to say something, but you don't want, you know, you don't want any of the any of that, you know, awkward beef or anything. You just want to address it. Sorry, but um, you can't just sit on that because then it'll just only end up being a bigger issue on you so like you can still be giving and also work on yourself you can you can still be 
Um, I think, what's the word here? What, what would be the word? While you're working on yourself and doing what you need to do, all right, it doesn't mean ignore everybody else. I couldn't think of the word, but that's basically what that means. It doesn't mean that ignore everybody else and leave everybody else with their issues because guess what? This is the most, you know, this is probably the realest statement that has um, actually come true in my life a lot. My parents always told me that no matter whether you like someone or not, if they ask for help, help them because you never know who you might need help from or who can help you out in the future. Mm. And honestly, some people who I honestly just don't like and don't fuck with, but I helped them out when they needed it, have actually come in clutch later down the line. And so just remember that, you know, just going to pass that on. Yeah. I wanted to jump in real quick as well, because I love what you said about, you know, working on yourself. And I just wanted to have a quick word. I feel like people take the concept of working on yourself, just like you said, they tunnel vision it. And it becomes a self-infatuation to an extent where working on yourself only only like correlates if you are focusing wholly on yourself and people take that into you know mental health physical health whatever you want to call it work you know workplace environment things like that but i feel like if you're so entirely focused on working on yourself you will burn the bridges around you and when you burn the bridges around you you will see how quickly or how much you needed other people and how like lonely life is on your own I mean, could you imagine like not interacting with people every day? Like that would suck. That'd be awful. But I feel like even just stepping into that mindset, you're doing it little by little. You're making the world a more lonely place. And, you know, there there may be less dishes in the sink if there are no friends around, if there are no people to deal with. Right. But now every mess is yours. Now you can't ask for help. No one wants to drive to your apartment to clean your dishes if it's just your house. If you have no one in your life and there's a mess, it's all on you. And there are going to be days where none of us can handle a mess. Everyone has rough days. So now you've got a stinking, festering, you know, awful spot and it's all you and you have no one to call to help you out. And that's a miserable spot. So rather than focus on yourself so much that you forget everyone, just like you said, Zay, you can still provide focusing on yourself is to make yourself stronger so that you can do more and that you are more available and that you are a better person to and for your friends. So I'm a hundred percent with you there. I think that's a great point. Yeah. Yep. For real. That's real stuff. I agree. 100%. You gotta be able to distinguish between the two, you know? Yeah. Cause I mean, everyone has people that they like, that they love. So, like, if you just do that that nonsense where you just focus only on yourself and you do things that just drive people away from you and you just don't care because you're so focused on yourself, <clears throat> here's what's going to happen. You're going to come out that cocoon and, yeah, you're going to be a butterfly, but then you're going to look around for the people that were there beforehand and you're just going to be by yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's not good for anybody. So, you know, take time for yourself. But don't forget the people who are there for you as well, because they're important and they exist and they do matter in your life. They do matter. Yeah, I don't know. I have have this philosophy and I feel like you meet people for a reason Mm -hmm. and like everybody is in your life, is put in your life at a certain point for a specific reason. Now, I don't know what that reason is, but I, I just feel like, you know, that's 
that's something that happens, you know, like people, you meet people when you meet them, you know, and you, it's, it's up to you to maintain them, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's good or bad. Like, actually, me and Zay had a conversation, like, the other day, and we are just going through, like, there's so many people, like, in our lives that help to shape, you know, help shape us to be who we are now, and it's just, like, you know, it's just, you can't help but be thankful for it, because it's, like, how many people, you know, get the opportunity to meet, you know, these good people in a world full of so many bad, you know, so it's just, like, I don't know, just try to cherish those people and don't, like, you know, run them off when you're focusing on you, because, you know, you never know what impact they could have on you in the long run, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's facts. I've, I've, been, I've heard some horror <laughs> stories about, like, groups of friends and then why they're not friends no more. And I just, like, like I just, it, it blows my mind. I'm like, dude, my friends would never even <laughs> think, like, it would just never, like, if there was friction, if there was ever friction in our group, it's like, we would address it immediately. There's no time for it to sit and then time for someone to do something petty. It's like, hey, bro, you know, we got to talk. Mm -hmm. You know, and then you do you do what adults do. You talk it out. Apologies if necessary. Ramifications if necessary. You know, steps so it won't happen again. Remedy. And then we move on. You know, like other people, they really hold grudges. And then they'll end up doing some super petty stuff. And then it's like, wow, why didn't they just sit down and have a conversation about it? Like, why is that such a foreign idea? Like, people are so quick to just, oh, man, that was bad. I ain't like that. I ain't like the way that made me feel. Hmm. Fuck them. And then that's <laughs> it. And it's like, damn, like, I understand that they did something bad. They did something wrong to you. And I'm not talking about everything. This is just like a, in a general sense, because even to me, there are certain things that you can do and you're dead. You're dead to me. All right. Now, everybody has those buttons. But I mean, like just in a general, in a general sense, like if someone makes a joke, for example, and it kind of, you know, it kind of gets to you and you're actually feeling some type of way about it, like... If that was any one of us, we'd be like, hey, bro, you got it. Nah, you got to chill out. Be like, nah. And that literally, that would be the end of it. Hey, my bad. I ain't mean to, you know, it's done. Other people will like, they'll say that joke and then the person will feel some type of way. And the next thing you know, they're beefing because so-and-so found out that so-and-so was talking shit about them behind their back because they felt some type of way about that joke. And then now they're, you know, finna throw hands and shit. And I'm like, wow. But why didn't you just say something? You know, why didn't you just speak up when you felt that type of way? But nah, you just sat back and festered on it and then did some stupid shit. For what? You know, you only live once. You got one life. If something makes you uncomfortable, speak up. Mm-hmm. Sure, it could make it a little awkward. It can make people uncomfortable. But at the end of the day, your mental well-being is very important. Your emotional well-being is very important. And compromises, I'm sure, amongst normal people can always be reached through a conversation. 
whether that compromise is don't speak my name, I won't speak yours, and we're good. That could be that could be the compromise. That's a, that's still a solution, you know. But I mean, that's just me. I'm I'm always willing to be open, you know. I'm always open to people. If they have an issue with me or something I say, feel free. You know, if it bothered you, offended you, made you feel some type of way, made you angry, sad, say something. You know, speak up. Let me know. Because if you don't say anything, then what you're doing is is you're letting that other person know that that's okay. You're you're, You're letting them know that it's okay and you're fine with it. Yeah. Until you they know. find out you did something sneaky and then yeah, it becomes an issue. Um, yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. And my thing on all this, man, is Florida niggas always ready to throw hands. I have dude, always uh, wondered man. about this. It's like, bro, it, you don't fight. I mean, <laughs> dude, like, real quick, let me go. I think that, Yo, like, Josh, it, it's, it's always crazy to me because, like, for example, like, involving grudges, right? Grudges, like, I've seen grudges held that mess up relationships, friendships, and the grudge should have just been dropped. Like, the situation that you're holding a grudge for it doesn't even make sense for you to hold that grudge. And then when you, when you want to break it or when you realize that it's too late, you messed it up, you fucked it up, and now it's your fault, and you can't do anything to fix it because it's too far gone. Now, people, like, start, I guess people confuse the difference between, like, forgiving and forgetting, I guess. I know y'all have heard that a lot. Mm -hmm. So, like, you can forgive somebody. That doesn't mean you have to mess with them. They said that perfectly. Be like, Mm -hmm. hey, bro, I'm not going to talk to you. You're not going to talk to me. But if something happens, it happens, and we'll work through it. That's that's cool. But you were able to move past the situation. You were able to accept accept the fact that what happened happened and you're moving forward with your life. Why are you staying in the past? It's a new day. You're on to better things, trying to do better things. Why are you stuck? Because when you get stuck, you stick other people, and then you all get stuck. Don't do that. I've got a hypothesis on this this exact issue. It's very quick, and I... I Wait, 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 wait. On, on On why people are so quick to throw hands? Pretty much all of what Josh said, more or less. Okay, okay, okay. Just real quick. And I think, and this is genuinely a thing, I think people have started becoming comfortable with the idea of genuine toxicity. Not in the sense that they want to label themselves as toxic, but I feel like people have gotten comfortable with this notion of like, oh, well, it makes life exciting. Ah, like it's, this is how you, like, I want to be. I want to have something to do. And I know that sounds wild, but I'm framing it in a wild way because a lot of times I don't hear, oh, I just like being toxic. I hear things like, no, I'm just doing me and that person needs to just do them. I don't mess with them anymore. I, it's on site if I see them because I just do not like them. And you ask why, Josh, like you said, it'd be like, they took my ice cream sandwich. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, that's it? Yeah. Like, it's all? Yeah, and then it's, people, yeah, treat, people treat themselves like slighting them is a you know federal crime or like you're going against the king or queen of a country because i feel like the perception is often in their minds that they 
are the protagonist of their life, which is a fine way to think, so long as you don't think of every slight as a training arc or as an antagonist or as someone you gotta beat. I know we love anime, man, but this is it's not like that. Not everyone is a demon to you. If someone stands in your way on the road, maybe they wanna ask you a question. You don't have to pull the sword out. You know, like that's it's not like that. And it I just feel like this this mindset of taking toxicity for or like you uh stammered of mixing up toxicity with self-importance like if enough people are against you it means you're on to something or if people like hate on your name it's because you're right it's like it may not be that way you may just be being completely impossible to deal with because yes people who are very popular and successful often have a lot of haters but i hate to break it to you if you've got a pretty average you know following you're not like you're not someone with a huge social presence and you have a lot of haters you're just a douche like it's there's a difference like if a lot of people consistently dislike you maybe it's not them maybe if a wide variety of people go man i cannot stand this person maybe that's you dog like maybe next time he takes your ice cream sandwich just be like hey bro Go go buy me another. What are you doing? Instead of like, nah, I all your friends don't ever want to talk to you again, and I'm gonna slander you on social media, like that kind of thing. Like, come on, dog. And on I, top of that, real quick, real quick, and on top of that, it is so funny to me how people just get into that mindset where they think that because the whole world is against them, they just it's the me. whole world that's in the wrong. You want to sit here and tell me billions of people are in the wrong? Like, come on, bro. You cannot cannot make this up. People literally are trying to disagree with thousands of people instead of just reflecting and looking at themselves. Like, how is it so hard for you, like Zay said, to just sit in that mirror, reflect, bro? That can be you solo drive, listening to some lo fi music, just Mm -hmm. thinking. That could be you in your bed, laying down thinking just it could be a wide variety of things that could be you jump roping for 10 minutes and that 10 minutes you're jump roping and you're just thinking about life it, it doesn't Man. matter people do our runs people all play these people activities <laughs> so there there is an activity for you that is unique and works for you specifically that you could do to relax sit back and think and analyze your life so do it Please, please do it. Please do it. Like, I don't understand why you can't do it and why you won't do it. it so just fail. do it. It will forever. I know why conf- some people oh. don't do it. Go ahead, Zay. I got you. No, you're good. You're good. I, I was going to say, quit. It's literally two sentences. It will always confound me how difficult it is for some people to just say, my bad, my fault. It is just like true. like you see somebody get mega ratioed on TikTok and they're like, nah, you wrong. It's like, bro, look at that like button. There are like <laughs> six thousand people against you right now, and you got twenty on your side. Just go, my fault. Like, just yeah, like, up, don't take the I, was, I was literally about to touch on that because Josh was like, I don't know why some people don't. Well, I do, I do, I do know why some people don't, and it's because they'll never believe that they're wrong. There are some people who will genuinely go into a situation with someone else. They will entirely fuck it all up. And then they will blame it on the other person. 
there are a lot of narcissists that exist today because they will go and they will tear something up they'll do something wrong and then they'll find anybody it literally anybody they will go into a store and they will rob it and then when they get arrested they'll be like well why was that guy outside wearing jordans he made me want some jordans but i don't have money for no jordans so i robbed the store it's his fault he made me rob the store and it's like are you serious? <laughs> so you're saying that your motivation to do this was because of somebody else and it's their fault. Why can't you just accept that, you know, you did something dumb, own up to it, you know, and make those necessary adjustments so it doesn't happen again? What what's my question is, well not even my question. If I could ask like a lot of people around the world one question, it would be why is it so hard to say sorry or i was wrong why are those like why because i've been i've personally been in situations that could have been solved with an i'm sorry or or i was wrong i wasn't think you know i didn't you know i didn't think about it from that perspective or I didn't see that, you know, because some people will just make honest mistakes and they'll think it's one thing because they didn't see all the other details because they saw the one thing and got pissed. It happens, but it's like they will, rather than going back and owning up to the fact that even though they kind of, you know, had a, you know, you can kind of understand why they were pissed when they just off the rip reacted, it was still wrong though. People would rather let it sit and just not say sorry or not apologize or not say that they was wrong and then like just let it turn into something else when it could have just been it could have just been like a damn you know yep yep that's me that's me you know like you know like yes that was you know sentence drives me up a wall say drives me up a wall you're not wrong, but neither am I. If when I hear that sentence, I'm like, so we're in disagreement, and you acknowledge that I'm correct, but you can't see that if I'm correct, you can't be because we are currently not on the same. Dude, page. I got it. First yes. off, Jackson, you are hilarious because I know who you're talking about, dude. You are ridiculous. <laughs> I hope they watch this and come for your livelihood because you're oh, funny. So I'm <laughs> right. <laughs> no, you are, but um, I think that it's honestly a sense of like morality. I think that people like get so in tune with themselves that even when they're wrong, they want to stand their ground. Like, why are you standing your ground when you're wrong? Like, there's Pride nothing to stand it, on. Man. There's Why nothing. There's nothing. For you. Pride oh, is the devil. Hey. Pride. Pride. Pride is will hold a man from changing at all. Their pride be shattered, rather than having their pride be shattered. And look, it might even be something that's not even a big deal to most people, but to some people, once, like you said, once they get in tune with themselves and they get on that pride channel, and they would rather go down with pride and be embarrassed instead of owning up and moving forward they'd rather go down with their pride mm-hmm. because in their mind that's a victory 
the them standing their ground even though they were dead wrong that's a victory to them Not they're really like well i don't care i don't care i did what i did you know they're like i don't care i don't care i did what i did i i don't care i did it people are and more no one willing can stop to me. like yeah, that goes right back to that toxicity thing then make a mistake and be able to accept that they made a mistake but they rather just be ignorant and think that they're right and that's the problem with not using the you know what it is what the world needs humility yes they do need Thanos because Thanos wasn't playing no games. <laughs> Nico's is completely different. <laughs> yeah. Nico, Nico's yeah. onto something. What this world yeah. needs is everyone who thinks like that needs to step in a ring with Thanos and get folded. And then they can come out and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah my bad. They're not going to get folded, bro. They're going to get eviscerated. <laughs> no, even though he was joking about Thanos, Thanos is a great example because. Thanos, no matter how, no, 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 love. I, I'm going somewhere with this before you just freaking. <laughs> I'm gonna have to cut this out. I'm so sick of everybody on this planet. I'm about no. to cut the population no. out, bro. No, um, I think Thanos, from his own twisted view of justice, viewed the problems inside of their universe, their society, and was like, "Hey, we need to fix this." He went to people trying to fix this the correct way. They said, nah. He said, I. That was it. I put the gauntlet on, laced up the black Nikes, bro. <laughs> and got that's to work. Immediately. I mean, black he... Air Force energy. And what was crazy was the society he created, as much as people miss who they missed, they were in a better world. That's crazy, isn't it? No, 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 no. People miss who they miss. What are you trying to say, bro? Oh, no. <laughs> Josh, I, I, feel say, like, bro. I feel like that second comment might have been a stretch there, bro. Yeah. No, 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 no. In terms of, like, there was no shortage of food. People that were, like... Yeah, there was a shortage of people, though. <laughs> People weren't hungry, but Meemaw, Meemaw went about 15 years too soon. Also, could, a quick aside, bro. What if you were on a plane when he snapped and then he unsnapped like the five years later? Do you spawn back where the plane was, but the plane's not there because the plane didn't get there? Do you just die again? Oh, <laughs> like, do you just come back to life looking? You come back to life at 30,000 feet and just instantly oh, die again? Like, this ain't war zone. Not everyone's going to parachute on. Like, you're just gonna like, get this not oh, manifest. This dude need to calm also, down. Also, that's when I become the Avenger, bro. Nah. <laughs> Nate, Nate would spawn back in and be like, just my time. Pull a wingsuit out of his backpack. <laughs> All right, black Captain America. Oh, calm hell, down now. Look, look at the hat he got on. See, hey, bro, they call me the nigga Falcon. You feel what I'm saying? Come on now. No, uh, I would hate to be in a plane when Thanos snapped. Like, what if he snapped away your pilot? Yeah, Even though he didn't snap you away and you were meant to live, you're fucked. Yeah. Like, you were bro. meant to live. He didn't He didn't snap you away, but he nah. snapped your pilot away, bro. You die anyways. On that Thanos analogy, man, that's that you were you were right about earlier about how Thanos got the the thing mixed up because he he went to the people like, hey, like we gotta fix this. They were like, nah, and he was like, okay, I'm gonna kill everybody instead of just taking the glove and making double the resources. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Like or why just did triple look, the resources? Or just why did he look at it in that way? Because he had the right mindset, but then he went about it so wrongly. Like bro, that gauntlet literally can make people disappear. I bet it can make tons of things 
reappeared. Did you see what he was doing to the folks? Hey, hey we see it. Don't and ever let this man get to He literally could have just made a food planet and just been like, Who? this planet Who, is really? all food. Don't like, ever let Josh get the <laughs> Infinity Gauntlet because I know hundreds of niggas do? would be Your gone, solutions bro. are going to be No, no, they're not. Every nigga who done flamed him would be gone, bro. Every bitch that done hurt him would be gone, bro. No, that nigga Don Terrio Hunden. Look, Don Terrio Hunden would walk up to Thanos and be like, do you know who I am? Thanos, no. Well, I'm Don Terrio Hunden, and then Thanos would be like, "Oh yeah, I'm inevitable." Oh, oh, <laughs> oh boy, that's gone, bro. Eviscerated. Nah, bro. <laughs> Y'all goofy as hell. I just he like Josh. he had the right mindset. You know the whole the whole eradicate half of life of the universe. It was, it was, was a better world. It was a that's better that's world that's without those, those people. No, he had the right mindset. He just went about it wrong. He had the I right mindset and wanted to fix the world. Like, yeah, but he, he, I can't say that it was a better world. I can't. That's what I'm saying. And but the only reason why I can't say that, dude, he goofed that world if, up. If, so I'm, <laughs> if I'm remembering correctly, I mean, in theory, physically, sure. But the people who were alive were as good as dead. They Some were as dead. Everybody lost something. No, everybody lost no. something. Their no. life, not, not everyone. Are you something to say? Listen, no listen, one, listen, half listen, the population no, no, died. No, 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 just act like grandma didn't die in the snap, bro. Listen, listen, no, 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 listen, listen, listen. My thing is this. I agree. Like, I don't know why y'all are really trying to pay this bad guy, but go ahead and put this down. You're not Picasso. Chill out. Stop. But all I'm trying to say is you had people like Iron Man sit there and say, look, man, I am content with the life that I'm living. Listen, listen. Stop. 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 Don't look at me. You like better that, salvage said, whatever you're about to say because you're finna get no, the no, listen, listen, no, listen, 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 I'm not done. We about to have I'm a saying... quick listen and saying my bad here in a minute. Exactly. Now, go ahead and finish what you're going to say, bro, because I have an immediate rebuttal. That's like asking Elon Musk if he's content with his life. Of fucking course he is. He's Elon Musk. He's you're, you're not, you're goofing it. Josh, you're, you're goofing it. He said, he said, he said I can't risk what I have right now. Not Bro, you I know prefer what the... or am content with what I have right now. He just thought that if they went against Thanos, he would lose because he had no way to fix mm. the situation. So what he was saying is I can't go on a time traveling journey and risking my life to risk what little I have salvaged. Not, yeah, screw all my friends who mm. died. I got a, I got a kid now. Oh, no. good. The most important part of, of that yeah. too <laughs> is they, before they, you even go, Josh, when did he make that family oh. that he had? It wasn't before. It was after when he was forced to forget everything that he had built up to that point to, in order to have that family that he was content with. That shit didn't also, happen before bro. Thanos. He was forced into that. That's not what he, also, his life had led up to begin with, bro. Bro, the whole first half of the movie was just showing how the world was in desolation. I have no idea how you pulled this. Like, yeah, bro, the McDonald's was up and running. Everyone was in the line bumping good music. Like, no. The movie started like, with Captain America throwing an intervention for people who That's missed their family. Hold on. Which movie? Hold on. Okay. Maybe I started confusing movie because no, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. No, because Hawkeye. Which which one started with Hawkeye? Nigga, Hawkeye and his became crazy, bro. Hawkeye became a murderer. 
became an assassin, bro. Away. His whole family got snapped away, and he no, went dude, you know what it is? dudes with a oh, sword. Yeah, dude, 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 you know what it is, bro? You're tripping. I was That's just confusing the movie. Bye, what do you say? Jackson was right, bro. Jackson was right. Because you're right. For some reason, I forgot about the fact that this man became the deadliest assassin alive, because I just remembered him chilling, shooting with his little girl, bro. Bro, that nigga's whole family Josh, got snapped, bro. Josh, Josh remembered the movie in reverse. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Everyone was happy. Iron Man's the only one who died in the snap. What are you, what's wrong with y'all? No, bro. I knew you were on some nonsense. I knew you were on some nonsense. I was nah, like, bro. literally everybody on the fucking planet lost something important to them. What do you mean? I mean, hey, bro, of course. Get your money they're up. Alive, what Josh so they're, they're going to move forward, obviously. They're alive. They have no choice but to move forward but it's like what he said it's like when he was when he asked them like hey let's go on this mission to get everybody back it's not that they didn't want to they were too scared to lose the little that they had left after having everything taken by thanos that they were too afraid to lose the little to get back the lot that they had they did. Yeah, they wanted it back, and if there was a listen, way they could have did it, they would have did it. Yeah, viewers, just, viewers, viewers, I'm passing viewers. Passing me that super before, smoke pack before bro. before you put me in the dirt and make this the four sets podcast. I am sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, we yeah, need you here. That we need you that, that, that beautifully explained our point earlier. Dude, I literally <laughs> don't understand how. I just confused the movie so much. I've seen it like five times. Jeremy Renner, the guy who plays Hawkeye, Josh was thinking him in that movie Tag where he's running around with his friends playing that. He's like, bro, the world was great, bro. They were just playing Tag and everything. Like, there was plenty of space. Like, they all have money. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> Sam, everyone, everyone got I don't know how things. I did that. Like, like, like I, I just can't. Go ahead. So listeners who need a PS5, Thanos might be your guy because it's a coin toss, and then half the PS5s are open again. You just got to go find somebody's house who got one. <laughs> so if you if you're gonna bet your life on a coin toss, you might end up with a PS5. That's all I'm saying. Nah, yeah, that's that's facts right yeah, there. You're fucking that <laughs> super gas pack, my guy. <laughs> hey, bro, it happens, bro. It's it's a, it's a late night, bro. We'll blame it on the late night. It's past twelve. We'll blame it everyone but himself. <laughs> he did it again. And that's the pride talking. <laughs> And this is the problem with society now. <laughs> oh, nah, but yeah, nah, I take that blame. And viewers, that was a beautiful skit put on by the Five Cents Podcast. Oh, no, no. Please, please expose this nigga in the that comments. Wasn't of all. He wasn't fake. He was right. Josh saw the play. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. He says he oh. really thought he was right. He thought he had it. He had us in the first half. He didn't have nobody in the first half, bro. No, nah, no, nah, he was he was on it when he was saying, "Yeah, Thanos had the right intentions, just the wrong execution." Then he went, "Actually, you know, everyone just kind of." <laughs> he was like, "But he was like, y'all got But the world is actually a better place after he snapped away yeah. half of the fucking people on it. That's the same energy as those comments that'll be like objective, like statement you can't disagree with, and then but like <laughs> it just shows the but. Right, bro. Uh, well, that was a wonderful segue. <laughs> Thank you guys. <laughs> but not nah, what I was gonna say. So, 
Um, leading back into, you know, the main, uh, fuck. Let, let's, let's take this shit out, bro. I'm, I'm kind of All right, time out. We're at 50. Time <laughs> out, time out, time out, time out. We're at 55 minutes. Oh, cool. Look at that. Off yeah, of Josh's bullshit. <laughs> no, no, no. That was that was actually great. That was great. That was animated. It was lively. That was a great topic. Nah, I got. I say that I did that intentionally, but I, I we know damn well you didn't, bro. We know nah, you damn messed well. the movies yeah. up, but it ended with a beautiful take because it for real sounded. You were like, like you were like, bro, you don't understand. Everyone was starving on Earth before Thanos killed everyone's mom or dad. One of them died. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, Josh. What? Josh, you were like, I would trade my mother for bread in a heartbeat, bro. If you told me no. I'd never worry about food again, I'd trade my mother to that snap. <laughs> Give me the gauntlet. That's what you sounded like. You said you said all I got to do is snap? Oh, all right, bet. <laughs> Give me that thing. <laughs> what size does fit? <laughs> He gonna snap. He gonna be the one that get disappeared, bro. Oh, yeah, <laughs> nah, bro. If, Josh, if Josh got the gauntlet, bro, there would be about three times as many women on the planet. And they'd all be them TikTok girls. Just Hispanic females and fat asses. He'd snap and nothing would change. Wave. But you'd look outside and be like, Nico and Nate would be like, "There's, there's, there's so many." Write them all down. Write them all down. I need another book. Nico, quick, get the telescope. <laughs> we have to really observe this for the observatory. I'm just for the same, bro. They out here on this side of light talking about some warning, warning. Spinning them, spinning them gears. Telescope. Oh, oh, I'm going to look at Spain real quick. Oh, I bet there's some baddies over there. Worldwide journey this year. <laughs> they said from Brooklyn to LA to it's, Paris to England. It's, bro. it's just Nate on the bow of a ship doing this, getting ready to land on a country to find some ass. Bro, bro, the ship, the ship is gonna be the ASS Voyager. <laughs> Heck no, you say y'all looking through a telescope, oh, bro. Y'all niggas looking at galactic bro. Y'all finna be walking around look. talking about so I know Josh touched Earth, but how about everything else? Oh, <laughs> we out here, here constructing ships to go visit Saturn talking about I thought people weren't here. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> 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 Oh, no, that's different, right, dude. All right. So, okay. So, we're at 55 right now, right? You're finna hit an hour right now. There were, there were some, for sure, TikTok clips in that little segment right there. Dude, so, that, that is hilarious. Oh, go ahead. So, go ahead, honestly, bro. the next thing I was going to ask was just, like, uh, do we have any, like, cringe or, like, funny stories from, like, middle school or high school that we want to share? Just for, like, you know, some funny shit. But, I mean, it's, it's already, like, 55, though. So, I mean, it's up to y'all. I got one if y'all want me to, but if not, it's all good. I mean, it just depends. Do y'all want to? Do y'all want to keep going, or do y'all want to end it here? It really doesn't matter. Either uh, way, I feel like some people can do it. I just know if everyone does it, we'll hit two hours easily. So. I'll I'll throw a quick one on, and then y'all can y'all can go on if y'all want to. This all right, I, I'll just I'll just refrain. I feel like I've yeah, talked. I'm probably straight to be honest. 
Okay. I've talked a lot, but I have some of the goofiest stories. I guess. Josh, choose, choose one and I'll choose one, Josh. I got I got a good one. Or no 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 Nico I think Nico wants to go. Oh, Nico, you, you, Nico, it? you and Nico yeah, got it. No 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 y'all two go then. Y'all two I've talked plenty. I've talked too much. Did you see what I did? <laughs> all right, all right. Well, well, all three go. Just keep it. Hey, here, redeem yourself, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Redeem yourself. All right. Hat, you know, okay, let, me know, let me know when we're good, bro. You going everywhere, bro. Oh, really? Okay, bro. Yeah, I'm chilling. <laughs> I already wrote the right, timestamp, so y'all get whenever. Okay, we'll shoot. Well, throwing it back to, you know, the throwback segment of the podcast, the next thing I wanted to ask you guys was, do y'all, do any of y'all got, like, some funny stories from, you know, middle school years, high school years? Because I feel like I got hella. And there's, like, some cringeworthy moments in my life that are, like, funny as hell now that I look back on it. But, you know, if y'all don't got none, it's cool. But I was just curious to see, you know, what y'all got. I feel like it'd be pretty funny. Josh, you want to go? I got, um, I got some, which... If y'all um if y'all end up liking some of the stories you heard, because I I know we all have just a ton. We we are some goofy dudes and we've been in some interesting situations. So we could probably even dedicate a whole episode to y'all oh, just sure. hearing about us, learning about our background and the tra- <laughs> tragic events that have occurred to us. <laughs> but um for my um for my little tidbit, so um, I'm that they've heard the story. I think everyone here should have heard the story, but this is for you guys, I guess, the viewers. So we're gonna we're gonna rewind back to freshman year high school. So freshman year high school. First, I'm gonna give you a picture of how I looked a little bit. So you know, scrawny kid, big forehead. You know, just walking around the hallways, chilling. Things never change. <laughs> but um, so. I was in freshman seminar and there was this girl that I thought was attractive in my class, right? You know, we ended up sitting right beside each other. So, you know, learning her name, you know, slowly becoming friends. So, you know, those are the days kick was still, you know, popular. So, you know, we had, we still had like the chats from middle school and, you know, we had like an all guys chat and, you know, everybody's talking about all these dubs, you know, they were taking over the summer and, you know, like, happening once they got into, you know, freshman year of high school. Because, you know, people, you know, we're always trying to one-up each other for some reason. So, beforehand, I had told one of my friends, dude, yeah, there's this girl that I like. And, like, um, she's pretty cool, yada, yada, yada. But then, somehow, this man mentioned me into the kick chat. And he was like, Josh got a girlfriend. And so, what I should have done was immediately you know, do everything in my power to just cancel this and just be like, no, bro, your trip is stopped, bro. Like, like, why are you even doing all that? But, you know, I didn't do that. That's where I messed up. So this story continues. And, like, so this man was, like, they started saying, like, prove it, prove it. Because, you know, they're like, no way, no way. So then they take on the liberty to go on Facebook, right? And they message her on Facebook Messenger. And they pulled up some of the goofiest pictures of me that they have. I'm talking about from fifth grade. They sent them to her. And they're like, do you know this guy? <laughs> those, those aren't friends, bro. Hell no. Those were, those are, those those were, even, those were not even snakes in the grass, bro. That was just pure <laughs> opposition. They didn't even hide it. Bro. So they sent them to her, right? They, they just did it, bro. I know. So they sent them to her, right? 
and you know she responds with the appropriate answer i guess and she was like you know like like i barely even know this guy <laughs> so then that happens right so then you know you got people in the chat calling me a liar something that i didn't even start my friend really just was trying to be funny and do me dirty but then i start getting messaged by her on facebook messenger because like we're like facebook friends and then she was like hey like did you say that you know me and you go out so then i am trying to figure out a way to like explain myself because there's really no proper way to explain how i sold on this situation so like i ended up saying no nah, you know friends trying to do a little prank yada 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 i typed up like a couple paragraphs and um yeah um so the situation like proceeds you know i'm getting baked in the chat and stuff but then you know we get back to school and like you know i could just see like it's over i'm like damn i'm talking about like throughout the four years in the high school like I couldn't even call us acquaintances after that. Like, it destroyed all relationship that was cubically, physically, emotionally possible. And I was just like, hey, she, wow, she <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I disappeared from her existence, which, understandably, yeah, that, that was different. And what was crazy to me is, like, even, like, our friend groups, like, our friend groups were in a mesh, and I was just like, bruh, like, literally, this could have played out so beautifully if I just handled this situation the right way, but I, I tried to do some nonsense, it, it backfired completely. But that's just a quick funny story into my, um, my, my high school life. It's trauma. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, it's gonna be the eighth grade years. It's gonna be my eighth grade years. So a little little bit of a you know background on me. I was also pretty ugly in middle school. You know, I was kind of... <laughs> was. Was. You, threw was. You, threw, you threw also in there like Josh described himself as ugly, exactly. bro. You're just, speaking, you're just speaking your own mind, bro. You didn't, Josh didn't say ugly. You're just speaking for yourself. But I just described my archetype. Was ugly. Just my archetype <laughs> ugly, bro. That's what you really trying to say. Nico came in like, so I'm sure y'all heard how ugly Josh was. He was an ugly kid. Anyway, I wasn't too good either. <laughs> Hold up. Bro. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Holy shit, bro! I didn't even mean it like that. Because <laughs> your, your ugly was a different type, so we're not even. Funny gonna... thing, funny thing is, bro. When he said it, I just like in my head, I just agreed with it so naturally, bro. <laughs> Like, I didn't even yeah, yeah, he was ugly. Yeah, he was ugly. If Jackson didn't say anything, I would not have questioned anything he said, bro. I was just like, well. Sorry, Josh. You get done disgusting in this video call. Okay, my whole life. My whole life. It's not going to be my whole life. Ain't nothing changed. <laughs> man, hell no. I can't do him like that, bro. Uh, nah, go yeah, ahead, bro. I mean, I mean, I don't know, but just looking back on that's funny as hell, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I was ugly as shit. And I mean, Josh, you kind of did too, right? <laughs> you could have done so much better without even putting that in there, bro. But no, nah, but, but nah, for real though. But like, I was pretty, pretty ugly, you know what I'm saying? Girls didn't talk to me type shit. I was a, I was a lame, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, I was, I was a cool lame. But I don't know, bro. I was like, 
kind of low key and stuff. So every time like a girl would like show would be nice to me or like show some slight interest, I would just be like, oh shit, like I gotta get on that, like because I it was like I was so deprived. So I was like, Bruh. so like I would just there's this one girl, man, and her, I I'm not gonna say no names, you know, say if one day she gonna watch it and like make my ass, but dude, so there's this one girl and like she was my friend's cousin. And so I was just talking to her, you know, we're just being good friends and stuff. And I don't know, one day I just get this this idea that she likes me. And so, like, she has this friend and, like, they, they come up with this nickname for some dude. I thought it was me, but it wasn't. But, like, it was the, the nickname was, like, Pinche Weenie or some shit like that. I don't know. But, like, hey, I don't know. Jackson, I didn't speak Spanish, bro. <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't know. It's a good thing, bro. <laughs> That's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> that nickname is not good. You didn't bro. want that nickname, bro. I don't do you, know, what do you know what Pinche means? No, what does it mean, bro? It's a very negative thing. No, 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 no. Pinche is like a beautiful term that's like the F word out of frustration. <laughs> Pinche is not that, a good thing. Well, what does that nickname mean? Pinche Wiener? <laughs> is that what you said? Pinche Wiener? Pinche Wiener. <laughs> Wait, pinche ween like W E E N? No, like weenie, like weenie had general. Weenie oh, they were calling you an effing weenie, pretty much. <laughs> well, it wasn't for me. So whoever they were talking about, that nickname was, was funny though. Yeah, fucking weenie, but I don't know. So I thought this nickname, <laughs> I thought this nickname was for me and shit. So I'm just like, oh shit. So like, I'm like, I just had, a, I had just created a Facebook not too long ago. So I'm like, hey, like, I got a Facebook. Do you want to be friends? So she's like, yeah. So we're friends on Facebook, you know what I'm saying? So I start, you know, we start talking to shit. And so I'm like, so who do you like? And she's like, nobody. And I was like, come on. I was like, you like somebody. And she was like, no, nah, I don't like nobody. And I was like, I know you're lying. <laughs> she was like, okay, fine. She said, she's like, I like somebody. I'm like, all right, who is it? And she's like, I don't want to tell you. I'm like, is it this guy? And I literally named every guy in the class, bro. Until and then I, I included myself. I made sure to include myself in the middle, so it wasn't obvious, you know what I'm saying? That, but I don't know, bro. <laughs> so look, pretty much, it got to the point where it got so bad, bro. And like, she just she stopped talking to me, and I never understood why. But dude, like looking back on it, like I look back at this these messages like a couple months ago, just to you know. Just to like be like, damn, what was I like back then? And bro, I was in disbelief. I was in disbelief. I'm so shocked at myself, bro. I was a little freak, bro. <laughs> she was bad, bro. And she was like, I'm not like this anymore. I promise. But I'm just saying, like back then, bro, I had no idea what I was doing. And I know it like, hurt a little bit when you said your name. Is she was like, no, you were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. but, you, but you carried on like a king and you still named another like, guy afterwards you didn't just leave the chat i was like i made it this far i have to keep going bro maybe she'll change her mind bro <laughs> maybe, maybe if i name a bunch of ugly dudes she'll go back and be like eh. nah bro i was probably i was pretty ugly nah i'm sure you weren't you, know, you, <laughs> too, you too cute to have been ugly like bro, that, bro. <laughs> you you too cute to have been ugly Hey, chill out. I don't believe it. <laughs> Zay, Zay don't want to be in the podcast anymore. <laughs> but that's all I got. That's just one of that's one of the very many stories I have of young Nico. So <laughs> I I got a I got a brief one if you all got still got time. Otherwise we can wrap oh, up. You're good. 
You're good, so, man. This one wasn't like my bad, but it was also kind of my bad. Like I probably should have done a little more than I did. So this is actually this is junior year of high school, and I will attribute to that I was a very different person junior year of high school. I wasn't nearly as confident. I was still kind of reserved. I was just kind of starting to. Oh, we just lost Josh. Then no snap, bro. He had had to go had to go wipe a couple tears away from the ugly comments. If it starts to get consolation, you're fresh now. <laughs> My stuff just like super froze. Yeah, you are you I'm, back? Yeah, I don't I don't okay. know how long that happened for, but like two seconds. Like yeah, it was like two seconds. But but yeah, so junior year in high school, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna like not use names like Nico said. I'll I'll probably just make ones up for the sake of the story. But this is AP lit or. AP Lang, AP Language, you know, super nerdy class, just a bunch of people trying to get an AP credit. So for the most part, everyone takes the class pretty seriously, you know, no big deal. And so we were coming up on the section where we were talking about writing a uh, personal narrative essay. And for a slight background, this class was split evenly down the middle, like there were desks on either side and a middle aisle so the teacher could go walk in the middle. On one side sat pretty much everyone who I would assume would vote Democratic, and on the other side sat a bunch of goobers like me, and then a couple of people who, like, I think probably would have voted for Trump six or seven times. Like, we had a very diverse political opinion in the class, to the degree that we had one person in the class who had, who I think it was that year actually, was in the process of transitioning, which, you know, full props to them, like, awesome stuff um the people who sat next to me weren't very weren't very fond of that and they like to make it very clear in class so for the better part of a year there was some really bad tension like some some very awful remarks usually from the people who sat next to me and they like to use me as like their scapegoat like i would sit there and they'd be like bro tell them and i'd be i'm like bro, <laughs> like i can't say anything to this but we get to the point of the narrative essay and this is where i fumbled a little bit i'm not gonna lie so there was a kid in the class, good, he's a friend of mine, awesome guy. Uh, he had a bit of a stammer, and he sat on the left side. And so one of the guys who sat on the right side, who I he, – he's just a goober, his he, absolute goober. He decides that his personal vendetta with everyone who has a political agenda that's different than his is that he is going to take it out on them in this narrative essay. So he types up like an eight-page blistering essay that's meant to depict a UN meeting where he names everybody out as a country and then essentially attacks them for their personal faults. Now, he selected me as his peer reviewer. And on page three, when I saw about 11 or so sentences of stammers when he was mimicking the kid on the other side, I, I just shot my hand up. I was like, bro, <laughs> Mr. Grimes, come here, please. Like, this cannot fly. So I start Xing pages and everything. I'm handing him the paper. I'm like, please do not let him present this because he will go up there and read it from memory. Like, he's, he's too smart. He's actually a smart guy. He's going to do something petty. Mr. Grimes doesn't believe me. He's like, nah, nah, I'll just like tell, make him tone it down really hard, but he can still get his opinion now mr grimes was on the left side as well and he was like okay i was like all right whatever and i didn't say anything from that point on my old phone still has this recording like on the voice memos because i set it on my desk just to make sure i heard what he was gonna say and could listen to it again this dude went up in front of a class for 23 minutes and did nothing but talk trash to the face of half the people in this class and i mean it was not like normal stuff 
And the issue was you had to cite your peer re like reviewer on the paper. So he starts citing me for things that I did not say. For example, the kid with the stimer, his, he's from Chile. He's very proud of being from Chile. This man made him the Cuban ambassador to piss him off and had an entire page of stammering that he had printed from an old draft of the essay he did not turn in. It was the most uncomfortable class I've ever been in my life. So afterwards, like this, this part of the story isn't funny. This is just, this just hurts. Like this part was just awful. So after the class, I had to go to a meeting for the debate club, right? Because my friends wanted me to come with them. And it's, it's just these people. It's just these people. And I got called to explain myself in front of an entire class. And I, I can speak. I can flow. I can, I can get myself out of a situation. Dog, that is the only time where I've ever stood in front of people and just... I was just like, bro, I don't have anything, bro. So I was getting ripped so hard for like two weeks while I was trying to clear this up with people individually. And just like you said, Zay, I mean, the only reason I'm still cool with these people is because I just went, my bad, bro. I didn't, I didn't mean, I, I tried to stop them. I didn't do enough, clearly. Like, that's on me. I should have said something more. I should have done more. But, bro, I, I mean, I wish I could play that recording for y'all right now. It was some of the worst slander I've ever heard in my life. I've never heard people be that disrespectful to people, like, to somebody's face. I got to give it to him, though. It wasn't no behind-the-back stuff. I mean, he was looking him in the eyes while he was saying it. I probably would have hit him, bro. <laughs> Dude, yeah, honestly, I, I, don't, I, I don't know what high school you went to, though. Whatever that oh, happened, hands were thrown on sight. Anybody was, said anything disrespectful that made anybody feel some type of way, it was hands right then and there. There and was we just talked about this. There were no there was no essays. <laughs> there was no. There was just like, this what did you thing. just? He was like, what did you just say? Smack, smack, smack. They just be throwing hands, bro. Zay, bro. I don't know what high school you went to, but if you're telling me in a Socratic seminar when the whole class is listening to somebody get their essay that some dude's going to stand up out of his desk and oh, whoop the guy right. upside the mouth. No, <laughs> that, that no, no. What I'm bro. saying is, is that, like, oh, you didn't even like... have classes that did that. <laughs> what would happen is if I go do, bro. I, look. Bro, Did you just fight? Class, Did you have but, like Taekwondo second period, karate third? I would be on my way to class during periods, headphones in. I'd look up and see two people arguing. I'd keep walking. I'd look up three seconds later, and they are just throwing hands. Yeah. And then everybody's crowding around them. And then I'd look and be like, damn, I'm going to be late to class. And keep walking, bro. Brentwood, bro, we, we had one fight. It was really funny, but our version of that was we had the band couples making out in front of the doors. That was that was pretty much Dude, the that was their fight. <laughs> no, it was no, it, was, it was more than that, bro. You walk in the stairwell and get scarred, bro. <laughs> you try to go up the stairs and be scarred for life. Like, <laughs> hey, no, no hate on band people. I was in the band in middle school for three years. I don't you try to you try to go upstairs after school? You know, because we had to stay after school for like athletics and stuff. So we. Yeah. We'd be there after school and like we'd be like having to run around the school and exercise around the school or we just have to go get something from our coach's room or something. We'd go up in stairwells and be like, that's just the awkward eye connection, bro. You're like, oh shit. 
And you just turn, you just keep going. Like at that point, it's too late. Yeah, you're you already in the stairwell. Going. You might as well go get where you're going. Like, oh, well, that's awkward. But uh, I gotta go. Man, some crazy ass stories, bro. <laughs> but nah, like I think that I think I think that's it for the stories. I don't think uh, Zay and Nate got one for you guys today, but. You know, who knows? Maybe in the future, y'all get you can get a little taste of some of their funny background. But I think uh, what it's an hour or something, so I think uh, we gotta go ahead and cut this episode short, guys. But um, thank y'all for tuning in to the Five Sis Podcast this week. You know, it's always a pleasure to you know provide y'all with some amazing content. But uh, you guys have anything you want to say to the viewers before we head off? Um, hey, once again, thank y'all for listening. And uh, if you hear anything, you know, that I said, you want to talk about it, you know what I'm saying? Drop it in the comments. I'm open to conversation. I'm a very open-minded, respectful guy, unless you try to bake me. You know, I'm pretty sure I've said this plenty of times. Unless you try to bake me, then I will, I, yeah, then, then it's smoke. But other than that, if you're just trying to, you know, you have a question or anything about anything I said, you want to talk about it, elaborate further. Maybe you, you know, have some topics that you want to hear us talk about. You know, drop those in the comments. Subscribe. Thank y'all for listening. And y'all be good, man. Yeah, and I feel like what Zay said can really go for anyone in terms of, like, the questions or comments or statements. And, like, I mean, we're all more than happy to reply to it. Um, once again, like, they've been saying thank you, thank you, thank you. We've been receiving a following on tiktok you guys are enjoying the clips and people are hearing about us through that so i mean stay tuned we're always posting on there and you might catch a little segment that you like like and it'll help you want to tune into the next episode so um, we appreciate you guys yeah thanks so much for listening uh if you do need someone to bake on the podcast come for me i'm really not good at baking people back so <laughs> you got an easy target uh Ooh, but thank wow, y'all so much for listening <laughs> thank I'll you so much for listening um like Josh said, appreciate all the views on all the platforms. And it's really fun making this. Like, this really is – I maybe they don't think it's fun at all. But I really enjoy getting to talk with these guys. And, you know, you guys giving us the excuse by listening is just a great time. So thank you very much. You know, man, to sum up everything everybody said, man, appreciate y'all for listening. We'll keep on trying to come out with content semi-consistently, you know, every once in a while. At least give me all some clips to watch. So follow us on everything. Keep up with the five cents, guys. And, you know, follow us on for the ride. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, yeah, you all are definitely appreciated. And use them comments, likes, subscribe, whatever you got to do. Tell your friends, tell your family. We always do that. <laughs> no, but I'll tell your family. family. Do not tell your family. Don't tell us. Do if you show this to a parental figure of any kind, that is entirely on you and expect repercussions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's on you. Remember that. You got to solve yep. yourself. Don't but come in right, these comments talking about some, some – <laughs> oh, no, no, it's your bad, bro. <laughs> yep. But on that note, y'all take it easy. Peace. Bye, y'all. Peace. Thanks,